gourmet greetings, gourmet rising, gourmet evening, gourmet afternoon, gourmet night, whatever time of the day you are tuning in to this, I just want to send you a warm gourmet greeting. I'm stepping out onto my patio so we can record this episode. It is August 17th, 2022, uh, two days after my Earth Day, and I have spent these three days being 28, and thus far these three days have been amazing and great, um, to say the least. That is actually an understatement. Um, I wanted to wholeheartedly just give gratitude and shout out to the divine for aligning us in this moment and aligning me with the opportunity to create something that speaks to my soul. And this podcast genuinely speaks to my soul. Mainly because I understand that I'm here for a reason. I understand I am here for a purpose. And to finally embody that gift um, and to fully accept the task at hand, it's been, it's been a journey, but it's been a beautiful journey. And I wouldn't... I wouldn't have it any other way, and um, what kind of prompted me to make this episode today, it was on my heart to share, that no matter how hard it may get, no matter how hard things may seem for you, the beauty of it is to look at the positive. As crazy as it sounds, look at the positive in any situation that you're growing through. Because believe it or not, when you manage your emotions, you will wholeheartedly see that there is a solution in this quote-unquote problem. I just have to perceive it differently. And a lot of times, you know, we're asking for a shift. We are asking for a change. And in order for that to take place there's steps and levels to that and we have to adjust and adapt accordingly so when something comes up that is challenging you or making you uncomfortable understand that it's orchestrated that way to make room and space for something better and most likely well not even most likely 10 times out of 10 making space for what you asked for, for what you requested for, and we can't be stubborn um, and resistant, you know, to that change and to that, you know, adjustment, we have to embody that, and, you know, some big things that stood out to me was... Don't be a seeker of things, especially the things that you have not healed from. So seek, but make sure that while you're out seeking, while you're out asking, while you're out knocking, 
that you're actually fully healing. And, you know, those three favorite words, ask, speak, knock, um, speak, just really stood out to me. I pulled tarot cards yesterday, last night, actually, before I went to bed, and one of the shadow work, uh, one of the things that was in the shadow work to do was to make sure that I was speaking, but also healing as I was speaking, making sure to speak in addition to healing. Um, It's a balance, and I've also learned the beauty and the sacredness of having balanced energy, and I don't have my cards with me, because I made uh, affirmation cards as well, and I don't have my cards with me, so I'm going to do my best to remember these three sacred balanced energies um, to see if, we, if I can get it right. So there is a balance between accepting and receiving, learning and teaching, and offering and giving. I'm going to say that again, because it actually sounds right, but let's say, let's, let me see, let me see how I wrote it, uh, and I'm not looking at my paper, I'm on the patio, and my, my paper's in the room, so let's see, teaching, well, learning and teaching, accepting and receiving, offering and giving. So, actually, (laughs) because I definitely want to be on point, and I definitely don't want to uh, misinform anyone, let me see. (gasps) You guys, I was almost, almost, so I I had some words looked up, so excuse me, so let me read. I'm actually just, now that I'm back in the house and I'm back in front of my cards, um, I'm just going to pick them up because it's raining, so it's a beautiful, it is a beautiful energy right now um, outside that nature is giving a very peaceful energy. So I'm going to take my red dragon blood sage and I'm going to remove that for you and myself. And mind you, I just pulled this last night. And um, it was just, and this is a channeled message. So it's coming directly from source, and whomever is listening to this, this is for you as well as it was for me. So we are lighting the red dragon blood sage. I love it. It actually has some flowers on it as well. So it is hand, handmade, handcrafted, and that's just. It makes it even more beautiful. So we're going to cleanse your space. And feel me smudging you as well. Cleansing your space. Cleansing your aura. Oh my goodness. Love, love, love. Okay. So, let me run it back. Let me spin the block on it one more time for you guys. So, there is a balance. A sacred balance of energy. Which includes learning and teaching, receiving and giving, accepting and offering, learning 
and teaching, receiving and giving, accepting and offering. I love it. I have wholeheartedly have to embody this sacred energy of balance, mainly because I can understand where I can over, I can be overdoing it or underdoing it. You know what I'm saying? So like there just has to be a balance. And I'm going to read off these uh, affirmations that I personally wrote that stood out to me and I just genuinely desire that it touches you and it, you know, it reaches you wherever it needs to reach you. And this is the shadow work that I am working on. Um, I am capable of manifesting and bringing my plans down to earth. I don't procrastinate or play about life. And where that came from, um, if I don't work on the shadow aspect of myself and to love me and to nurture me, I understand that I can procrastinate and procrastinate on, you know, actually bringing down what I already have and what's given to me in the spiritual, bringing that down and manifesting it into the physical, right? So we, we know we're capable of a lot of things. We know we're capable of whatever we put our minds to, you know, there's no limit. There are infinite possibilities and everything. And so what I have struggled with, and I've noticed that I have created a habit of doing this, I would start something, and then I would, you know, get in the habit of starting something, stopping it, starting, stopping, and that became a routine. And, you know, if you're serious about your life, you understand that what you do every single day has everything to do with what your life will look like three months from now, a week from now, just everything. So don't play about your life and don't play about your plans. Because when you play about your life and you play about your plans, you play with the divine. And baby, they're here to help you. They're here to serve you. They're not here to play with you while you play with yourself. And, you know, honestly, who, I don't know about you, but I'm tired of that. So I'm affirming to myself. I am capable of manifesting and bringing my plans down to earth. I don't procrastinate or play about life. The third one is I am choosing to slow down. There is no race or rush to life. I know how to prioritize. And this one is a really, 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 really big one. Wholeheartedly because just two months ago, I was forced to sit down. I had a fire incident and it caused me to be out of commission for a month and a half and during that month it was just it was humbling for me like I was literally trapped I couldn't drive couldn't write couldn't do you know couldn't do what I usually did and it forced me to reflect and I'm grateful to have pulled this card again just simply because I kind of, in a sense, I had this impulse, you know, to like, oh, I gotta, I gotta get back to the bakery. Oh, I gotta do this. Oh, I gotta do that. And had I not just, you know, prioritized 
and had I not, you know, just, just taken a moment, really, just take a moment to organize and prioritize things, I understand that, like, there's no need to rush, you know, because what's meant for me, it's going to always be there. What's meant for me won't ever leave, especially if it's divinely sent. And why are we such in a rush to rush life? Why are we trying to rush, you know, the beauty? What's, you know, what's, like, if we rush the process of just getting to the end point, and let's just say we get to the end point, the end destination of where we want to go, and whatever that is, let's say you get there. And now that you're there, are you really going to cherish it? Are you really going to, you know, really value it? Of course you're not. Because you didn't really enjoy the journey or the process of even getting there. The beauty is in the journey and the process of getting to the end destination, not the destination itself. Because when you finally get to the destination and you've actually took the time to slow down, and really, you know, just work through things and learn and just gravitate towards everything that's actually meant for you, it makes it more valuable and it makes it more sustainable. And that's where you have like a solid, you know, foundation, right? Because you prioritize, you have slowed down. Like, it's not a race. Like, who are you racing against? Ask yourself that. And why are you even in competition? Because we're all different. We all have different meanings, we all have different purposes, we all have different galactic codes, we all have different blueprints and everything, so where are you going? And if you know where you're going, well, why are you such in a hurry to get there, you know? So, I am choosing to slow down. There is no race or rush to life. I know how to prioritize. And a lot of times, too, if you're feeling overwhelmed, and shit's just chaotic, it's because you don't have your priorities together. Okay. The next one is, I am choosing to not be overly sensitive towards things and people. I am choosing to not display childish emotions. A lot of stuff we choose to take personally. A lot of stuff we choose to take offense to. And we shouldn't. You know what I mean? Like... Don't be sensitive. I mean, you can be sensitive to things and people, but just don't be overly sensitive because it's not worth all that. Because when you're overly sensitive, you know, and you, you're choosing to be offensive, uh, you know, offended and things like that, it's more so like that's negative energy. And we want to repel that. We don't want to welcome that. We don't want that to be a thing. And, you know, when we're overly sensitive, we're... we're acting out of our emotions and when we are emotional about everything we're not able to think logically we're not able to come up with solutions we're not able to grasp you know the lesson that is there to teach us so we can grow to the next level so don't be overly sensitive and don't be childish you feel me like be an adult take accountability and work through the shit that you have to work through. So affirm yourself. I am choosing to not be overly sensitive towards things and people. I am choosing to not display childish emotions. The next one, I choose to heal 
every wound I speak. I am actively healing every day. I wholeheartedly value my sacred aloneness. A lot of us are afraid to be alone, even just for a minute. A lot of people cannot function alone. And what we, we miss the mark when we aren't able and we're not capable of being alone. When you're alone, that's when you have that personal, divine, one-on-one time with yourself, your highest self, and you're able to get these downloads and these messages that just sometimes being around a lot of people and just other energies, you're not able to filter through, then you're not able to discern, and it's just, you know, it's just a hot city mess, right? So value, value your time alone. It's sacred. It's sacred because if you have a family, you know, and things like that, um, you know, you have to schedule in alone time. So if you're single and you really don't have anyone around you right now, and as I minister to you, I'm ministering to myself, let's value this sacred aloneness. Let's value that time. And let's wholeheartedly value to heal all of these wounds that we're seeking, right? And I said that earlier, you know, like when you're seeking something, make sure, and it's funny how this just came back full circle, I say, so when you're seeking, you know, to be better, there are just pivotal points in your life that you have to overcome, you actually have to heal in order to, you know, really be better. And really, you know what I'm saying, to take you to ascend into, you know, the fifth dimension, unconditional love. And there's just a deeper understanding that goes with that. So I choose to heal every wound I seek, and I am actively healing every day. And I wholeheartedly value my sacred aloneness. A lot of times, you know, well, not a lot of times, every time we're asked to, you know, being called to the next level, we're going to have to go into isolation. You're going to have to be isolated so that you can fully, you know, understand why this is happening and what it's happening for. And a lot of people aren't able to go with you to your next your next level. You know what I'm saying? You have to leave them where they are. And had you had time to heal your wounds, had you had time, you know what I'm saying, to be alone, you will understand that it's nothing personal, right? So you don't have to be childish about it. You don't have to be overly sensitive about it. You feel what you feel and you release it. And it's made space for better things. The better it gets, the better it gets. All right, this one is really personal. I am patient and I am kind with my words. I can relax so I can flow. No need to be too assertive or aggressive. And this one is personal simply because I have this fire within me. I have this urge within me. And the beauty of it is sometimes that fire can, you know, kind of like exchange to other people and it can come off as like just a little bit too assertive and a little bit too aggressive and I understand that that comes with me not being patient you know with myself 
and not, you know, taking the time to value me and being kind with my words and just, you know, like that saying, just take a chill pill, just relax. I can relax. I can. And you can relax too. Be patient. So I am patient and I am kind with my words. I can relax so I can flow. No need to be too assertive or too aggressive. And that part, I can relax so I can flow. Think about this. When you're in the water and, you know, you're um, freaking out, well, of course, you're going to drown because <laughs> you're freaking out. But if you would just take a breather and relax, your body naturally flows. It floats, right? And once it floats, baby, you're flowing. So relax. Think about that analogy. Anytime you're like <gasps> freaking out, just breathe. And understand that the moment I breathe and not take this, you know, personally, not be overly sensitive to everything, I'm going to flow, right? Because the better it gets, the better it gets. And it's actually, you know what I'm saying, working out for you, right? And the last one, which is so... Actually, no, we got two more. This one is really personal, too, and it works out. Fear doesn't exist. I release those deeply anchored fears. My light has exposed you. And we all understand that fear is false evidence appearing real. Fear is false evidence appearing real. It just doesn't exist, my guys. It doesn't exist. So, we all have deeply anchored fears, right? We're afraid of something. Go face it. Understand that as you become a light worker and you, you see the light in literally everything, understand that your light and by you leading, leading by being an example and actively putting in the intent and effort every day, your light you, you begin to see that your light is exposing all of your fears. I don't operate off of the frequency of fear because the fact that I've been bold enough to do what I want to do anyway, it's really understood that, oh, wow, there was nothing to fear. I got this. There was nothing to be afraid of. There was nothing to, you know what I mean? So your light will expose your fear. So fear doesn't exist. I release those deeply anchored fears. My light has exposed you. And tell your fears, baby, look, my light is going to expose you. So I advise you to go ahead and disappear. Because either way, you're going to disappear. Okay? And my last one is I am choosing self-love. I love me. Because I love me authentically, I am open to receiving love. And then I'm going to get a little personal. I put a hashtag, future husband on the way. Yep. So what I mean by that is, you know, when you've been so accustomed to certain experiences, (laughs) you don't shift your mindset, you don't shift your perception, because perception is everything, it's hard to accept, you know, genuine love that's been given to you right and a lot of times we're not receptive to love because we haven't fully given it to ourselves how can we know what real love feels like how can we know what real love looks like if we haven't taken the time and given it to our 
themselves more. And the biggest thing for me is to practice each and every day more self-love. Because the more that I love me authentically and unapologetically, that actually rubs off and becomes contagious. And that actually teaches other people around me and reflects by other people around me how to love me back, you know? And it's just like a bucket of reciprocity. So I am choosing self-love. I love me. And because I love me authentically, I am open to receiving love. And so whatever you are yearning for, whatever you are wanting, whatever, you know, you need, understand that those needs will be met. Understand that it is going to come. It's not going to come when you want it to come. You have to release those expectations too. Like the divine don't work on your time, baby. It works on its time. Because understand that there's somebody that oversees everything. And they are in rooms and in conversations that, baby, you ain't in. You can't be everywhere, at the, at, you know, all at one time. The divine can, though. So your angels and your spirit guides are looking out for your highest, your highest good, the things that are just going to serve your highest purpose, right? So by listening and operating on that frequency and loving yourself and nurturing yourself, You'll be able to attract that. It's going to come. And when you're ready, when you are ready, fully, fully ready, it'll be there. So be grateful for what you have. Be grateful for what you don't have. Because a lot of times the things that you don't have, oh, baby, it was for your your, your highest good. Trust and believe. Because in the present moment where you are now, what you don't have, it is for your good. Because you would fuck it up. If you had it, you would fuck it up. A lot of y'all be wanting money and shit like that, but you don't manage or budget the money that you got now. That's why you don't have more. Because you don't know what to do with the less that you have. And it ain't even less. was less than what you are wanting, but the right amount that you have right now, you're not stewarding it well even, you know what I'm saying, for the divine to even trust you with more. Why would you ever, you know, that's just like anything, really. Why would I give you more when you ain't even taking care of, you know what I'm saying, like my car, for example. I love goddess. Goddess is paid off. You see the bomb. Looking at her right now. I aspire to have, you know, more cars. I do. But I had to give goddess a clean. I have to get, I have to, you know, I have to clean her out. I have to, you know what I'm saying, cater to her, you know, keep up the maintenance and everything. I'm taking care of goddess as if, you know, I had my Mercedes. I had my, you know, Lambo truck. You know, I had my Rolls Royce and things like that. Take care of what you have now so you can be trusted with more. And that's where we kind of, you know, misconstrue shit at. We, we feel like we're entitled to have all of these things, but the things that we currently have, we're not even grateful for. So why would I even give you something when you're not even grateful for the things that you have right now? So expressing and showing gratitude is really, really, really important. And those three sacred balance energies matter. Learning and teaching 
receiving and giving, accepting and offering. Yeah, let that marinate. And wholeheartedly, you guys know, as I talk to you, I'm really talking to myself, but I understand that it's deeper than just me. There's a bigger picture than just me. And so whatever resonated with you today, I definitely, you know, desire that you take that and you apply that to your own life and apply that to all aspects because it literally matters in all aspects. You just can't be focused in balancing one energy when there are plenty other energies and pillars that need to be balanced, you know, all together as well. Equilibrium, right? So that's all I got for now. That was on my heart to share. Thank you guys for tuning in and vibing with me on this episode. I love you to life, and I will see you in the next Love Ram. Toodles for now.